You are now listening to the Divorce Diaries podcast with your host. Well, that's a secret. No names, ages, or any other identifying characteristics will be used as we protect the young and innocent. You'll be taken on a journey as one man considers getting a divorce or remaining married. The Divorce Diaries daily entries chronicle the decision-making processes in real time as they unfold day by day. He hopes to add a bit of clarity to his sometimes muddled mess of a marriage. Cheating, overspending, sex, sadness, and betrayal are the characteristics of this marriage. Is he making the right choice? Welcome to the Divorce Diaries. Entire seasons are released on Patreon weeks before anywhere else at Divorce Diaries Podcast Patreon page. Link below in description. Now for today's episode. Today, it's like I've got to go a little bit slow because, I don't know, um, a steady diet of lack of content throughout, contact and communication throughout most of the day. I think that's good. Um, I do notice that my stress level, at least how I feel, who knows if I've got like some internal stuff brewing, but how I feel, I feel good. I feel, I feel, I don't know. Like I always say, you know, pay attention to what I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you that I feel horrible. I'm not telling you that I had a hard day communicating with her. I'm not telling you any of that because I'm not communicating with her. So I guess I'm just doing overall better talking to my wife less. Um, it's so weird because it's, it's kind of like I'm stepping into, you know, another phase of life that I probably missed out on when I was very young. Just being on my own because I've never been on my own. I've never been on my own. I've never lived on my own. It's I just went from very young parents to married and that's it. Um, now I'm just I'm so focused on what I want to do and not her because just all of the focusing on her and my marriage it felt like um you know a crop that would never yield a harvest so it's like I'm just literally toiling away at the soil and there's nothing uh, there's nothing there's no harvest to speak of I came home I had to um I came home and sort of made dinner I bought the dinner last night because I just swung by the big box store and went to their pizza counter and said, you know, give me two pizzas ready made because we had to come back and talk to the kids, help them solve a problem. And so there were leftovers here. She uh, didn't make dinner or anything. I just kind of came in, didn't take off anything, just went right to the stove. And I was doing some fitness stuff today. So I, you know, was going to eat a high protein meal for myself and make some protein pancakes. And I did. And um, I just decided to whip up another batch of eggs for the kids. They love eggs, so I just made them some nice scrambled eggs for dinner. Man, that was cool. And I said, hey, you know, um, it's funny because she, I mean, you, you've been home since 3.30, but, um, and I roll in at 5.30. And I'm like, yeah, um, did you already, um, after, I, after I'd finished making the eggs for the kids, it's like, oh, did you have any plans for them for dinner? She's like, oh, n- no, she just kind of shrugged her shoulders. I mean, she was there watching TV and bumbling around and, you know, I'm, I'm saying bumbling around because I'm being a dick. I, I mean, she's just not doing anything. You could tell she came home and she just um, when I was pulling up, she was out on a walk and um, she was like coming back into the into the house. So the time she'd been home, she went out and she 
walked. She just put in her AirPods and went out and went walking. So she didn't spend any time with the kids. And she came back and she sat with them and watched TV. But there's no, she wasn't spending any time with them. No quality time, no talking, nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, that's that. And then you didn't even think of dinner for them. And I came home and I handled that too. So handled all that breakfast and handled the PM stuff too. Whatever. It is what it is. Why would I want to talk to this person throughout the day? I really, really, really want a divorce. All right. Went over. I told you guys I was going to tell you something. Um, um, tomorrow, unless I come up with something else, tomorrow we'll talk about the business failure that I had, that I, the business that we started when she after she cheated. One of the stupidest things I ever did. But I want to talk about how I fooled myself and how I think a lot of people do fool themselves because I was trying to figure out I was trying to figure out what the heck I was thinking marrying this person because who I'm learning she is now is who she's always been. She did not make it a secret. She wasn't the super giving person. Nothing. We were intimate. I was very young. She was my first and I fell and then we got pregnant. It's just biologically. That's what happened. Mathematically. That's what happened. I didn't. I wasn't on the dating scene and had a lot of experiences with a lot of people. Not even a lot. I didn't have I didn't have one other experience with another person. I didn't have a single long-term relationship as an adult. Nothing. I was young, very young. I mean, very young. Like you should not be having a kid this young. Young. And, you know, I grew up um very religious. You know, I just felt like the, the feelings that I had, which now looking back, I understand it was puppy love and infatuation and hormones. Those three things, puppy love, infatuation and hormones. And I married this person that I had a child with. And I said, you know, with God on my side, whatever. So all roads lead to narcissism. I needed to examine my narcissism. And when I when I realized just how arrogant a person I was, I understand why I got married to the person that I got married to, because I think in this diary entry, I'm going to tell you about how I just consider and considered myself to be such a smart person because I could play a sport really well and I could figure out ways to solve problems. I was good with my hands. I'm good with my mind. I'm really smart. I can play chess. I, I, I taste all things. I try new things. I do this. I do. There's so many things that I do that make me me, that make me smart, that make me capable. I likely thought, I think it's a good idea to marry this person. I'm smart. There is no way that I would make a folly, make a mistake with a decision this large. I am too smart a person to fuck up so bad. This is too big a deal for me to miss a stone that needs to be looked under. I will not make such a mistake. I am too smart. I am too good for that. And I am such a narcissist. I am so arrogant because looking back, all of the signs were there. She was promiscuous and had partners, multiple before we got married. And like I said, we were young when we met and when I lost my virginity to her, we were young and she'd already had partners before me. What the hell did I do that for? I mean, she had daddy abandonment issues. She um, was a narcissist herself. 
the fact that she was look, no one take this personally, but she was she was a selfish girl as well. I mean, she just wanted what she wanted. I mean, she gave me what I wanted, but it wasn't the service mentality and the we're going to do this together mentality. And we're going to it was just I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, it, it felt good. But I'm looking back at it now and I'm like, I was so young. I knew so little and I thought I was so smart and I was making some of the biggest mistakes that have me here now recording a Divorce Diaries podcast anonymously in covert secret, not naming names, no identifiable characteristics, trying my best to speak cagey, but be 100% clear and authentic. This is the craziest thing, all because I'm a smart guy and I'm too fucking smart to do something so fucking stupid. Jeez, what is my deal? That's what I was thinking a few months back, because once I realized who she was and then I realized this is who she always has been and how I know that I've changed over time. I mean, I've never really had any debt. I got into some credit card debt a little bit. I think, I think maybe did I put a roof on one of my houses or was it, I don't know. I mean, you know, I had the typical car and mortgage debt, but I didn't, I think I had some other like credit card debt because I needed to buy something or something, but that was like, and I think that was only like four grand or five grand. It's been so long now, but not the tune of, you know, 20, 30 grand in college loans, 30, 40 grand in credit card loans. I mean, that's the thing that she's always had. That's always been her. I didn't experience life with her to know that that's what she had going on. I didn't grow into adulthood with her and meet her and say like, oh, hey, you know, before we start dating, like, hey, do you have any credit card debt? Like, I mean, what was your situation? This is kind of getting serious. Um, You know, let's let's see. And she's like, oh, well, I mean, I kind of have, you know, 100 grand in debt. And I'm like, oh, really? Why? Why did you? Why do you? Oh, credit cards. Okay. I mean, is there a, I mean, do you own a boat <laughs> or something? Um, was there a business venture that failed? Well, no, I mean, it was mostly like, you know, Gap and Old Navy, you know, I've got a Target card and, you know, Victoria's Secret. And I mean, I went on a vacation once and I just, and it's just like, oh, you just, you're the type of person that cannot delay gratification. You just... If you don't have it, but you have credit, you'll use it. And that is my wife. If she has it, she'll spend it. If she doesn't have it, she'll use credit. She will not save. She will not be thrifty. She will just spend. And I just, it's not about the money. I do want to continue to put that in my diary. It's not about the money. It's about the decision-making process that leads to the spending of the money. It's about the perspective that you have to continue to go into and or stay in debt. That's what it is. And we are so different in that way. So different in that way. So why would a man as smart as me pick a wife so inept or diametrically opposed to my moral set, spending beliefs, whatever? Why would I do that? Because I arrogantly thought too highly of myself to be able to make a poor decision. And I think that is the ultimate form of narcissism. We all need to figure out just how much of a narcissist we actually are. And I know that I am one. And my biggest mistake was thinking I was too damn smart that I wouldn't pick a bad wife for myself. And to be clear, this is not placing blame on her because that was my decision. She has always been who she is. And if she marrying me, she's had a pretty decent life. 
She's been able to make so many mistakes, and it's been fine. Nothing bad has happened. Come in. Come in. I'm recording. Don't say anything. I'm recording. You give me a kiss now? I love you. I'll be up soon. It's one of my sweeties. Coming down to give me some love. Didn't want this one to say anything, be an identifiable characteristic, but, and that's one of the things you'd have to take back, you know, if, if you didn't meet this person. But I, I, don't, I don't believe in that. I don't, I don't believe that you should look at life through that lens. I wouldn't take back my marriage because then I'd have to take back my children. No, 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 no. It's a whole different life you would have. There may have been someone else that you would have met. There are different children that you would have had, and you would have likely the same love in your heart for those other kids, that other family that you would have. It's, it's, it, it, I think it can be separated and it should be separated. I fully believe, and I know it's knowing what I know now, but I fully believe that if I hadn't with what I know now, if I had not married my wife, I would be in a better position than I am now. But I'm not in a bad position now because I married who I married. I am the person that I am and I probably have more stick to and ambition and ingenuity and all of the things that someone needs when they have to support another person and it's not a child it's another person that can be reckless another person that can spin you into oblivion or a person that can hurt you or a person that can cheat on you a person that can leave you a person that can leave you in the lurch i mean your kids they come into the world as parasites and then they eventually stop parasiting <laughs> or not parasiting uh, ha not having such a parasitic relationship with you that's what happens with your children but a spouse, a spouse might be a parasite from the day you meet them to the day you or them pass or you separate. Like that's that could be the relationship. And um, I do think you should separate it. Would I keep my kids? Of course, I keep my kids. Would I get rid of all of the pain, heartache and stress that this woman has caused me? Yes. In a heartbeat. If that means, oh, if I could go back and not marry. Yes, I would go back and not marry her. But that has nothing to do with the children that we have. There was a lot of pain and a lot of struggle and a lot of strife. And if there is an opportunity for me, I've taken my time, spent more of my youth learning myself and growing as a man. There is no way in hell that I would have married this person. No way. Struggles with her weight, often. It's always up and down. Stress eater, in debt, kids, cheated, let herself go. Doesn't put any effort into her appearance at all. And I do, I do all of those things, the opposite, all of those things. She does not save money, does not think about her future, nothing. And I'm married to this person. What in the world? Well, I think we'll close this one out. Tomorrow I'll talk to you guys about the business failure, Divorce Diaries. Wow, that was the Divorce Diaries podcast. The Daily Saga will continue tomorrow. The full season's episodes are on Patreon now. Subscribe for early access. Click the Patreon link in the description. Hopefully, these entries help our anonymous recorder as a form of his own personal therapy. That's his hope and his intention. Will these recordings of life's curveballs lead this family to the best resolution in the end? We'll keep listening. New episodes are released daily on all podcast players, but all episodes are available on Patreon at Divorce Diaries Podcast Patreon page. Until next time.